Stern to reveal 60th anniversary James Bond. Pinball Brothers and Pedretti Gaming for Muro Pinball. Management changes at Stern. Spooky announces Scooby-Doo. Hi, my name <laughs> 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 Sorry. Oh, happy new year. Hi, my <laughs> hi, my name is Jonathan <laughs> Jonathan Newson. I'm the editor of Pinball News. Are and you? I'm just com- oh. yeah, I am. Oh. And I'm coming off a <laughs> terrible flu uh, period, so I try to limit my as well. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm trying to limit my my talking because I'm short breathed and coughing a lot. Oh dear. Okay. Oh, well, we we hope Jonathan uh, manages to make it through this particular pincast. But welcome everybody to this very first uh, pincast for uh, 2023, where we're looking back on the pinball events that happened uh, last month in the end of uh, 2022 through December. Yes, and um, um, well, you might notice I'm a little short breathed and. Um, well, I'm coming off a terrible flu, um, uh, lots of coughing, so I try to limit my speech, which is a good thing, I suppose. Well, yes, in a way. Um, so we leave it to the expert, Martin. <laughs> oh, well, unfortunately, I've actually been taking my eye off the ball a little recently because uh, I'm on holiday at the moment, um, celebrating the oh, new no. year um, in a nice converted barn in Devon in the southwest of the, the UK. But... Um, and despite that, we've actually been going, through, collaborating and working through all the news. Over we the did our homework, months. so we got yeah. the news for you. Yeah, yeah, we got it, we got it. Yeah, so anyway, let's, um, let's not waste any more time. And There was uh, actually, surprisingly enough for December, a lot of news. Um, it started off with Spooky uh, announcing Scooby-Doo right the day after our previous episode. But we'll get into that later, but just so you know, we're getting there. Um, and we don't control the news. And in fact, speaking of news coming out the day after we record or launch our episodes, Stern Pinball is revealing the new James Bond 60th anniversary game tomorrow. Indeed, yes. We're recording this on the 2nd of January and on the 3rd at, um, at a CES uh, Consumer Electronics Show event, related event, I should say, in uh, in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Uh, they are uh, supposed to be uh, revealing the the uh, 60th anniversary uh, version of James Bond 007, which is the single single la- single level game designed by Keith Elwin, one yes. which is limited to 500 machines, yeah. and. Um, was 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 uh, absent, notably absent, when they revealed the the pro, the premium, and the limited edition versions of James Bond um, uh, back in when would it be November? I think. Wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. No, they were at Expo, so October. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it would have been the beginning of October. Yeah, all yeah. that time ago. So anyway, um, looking at about um, three months later. Yeah, so, but the, 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 this, this this game will cover the entire spectrum of uh, James Bond films, including all six actors that portrayed James Bond. Right, and yeah. um, uh, and it's going to be, as I said, it's limited to uh, I think five hundred machines globally, 
they are um, going to, well, the suggestion that they will be selling them directly to people on uh, who are members of the, the, the paid version, the all-access members of this, the uh, Inside insider. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they're that, insider, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to know insider connected and ins- all-access members and insider with the um, score tracking stuff. But uh, yeah, anyway, so. yes, if you are a paid member of, uh, of the yeah. all-access system, then um, you are supposed to be able to order it through their website um, from, uh, I think, 9 o'clock um, Central Time on yeah. uh, tomorrow. So, yeah, now it's a Keith Elwin game, so that's probably a good gamble, uh, because obviously we haven't seen the game, we don't know what the play is like, and by the time you get to order it, you still don't. No, and um, we kind of assume that with only 500 available, it will, it will sell out almost immediately, but... Then there's the issue of pricing, uh, because no pricing has been announced either uh, yeah. so far. So you don't, know what, it's been, like. uh, you don't know what it costs, <laughs> but you can order it apparently. Yeah. So, um, but but the interesting thing with the pricing is there have been rumours that there would be a similar strategy um, used by Stern as they did with Beatles, mm-hmm. where um, distributors had to buy a lot of ten games for a fixed price. But they were free to set the price on individual games that they would sell. So they had to buy ten different, uh, ten games, seven of one model, two of the other model, and one of the most expensive model in uh, in in the Beatles range. Yes, and right. uh, they were free to set their own pricing, which resulted in quite a lot of distributors still being stuck with Beatles games. Yeah, that's right. There's, there's still plenty of them around. Uh, they were limited. To uh, what? Sixteen sixty sixteen. Nineteen sixty four. Nineteen sixty four. And uh, I don't think they even produced that many games. No, almost certainly not. No, that was the total across um, all uh, different versions of the game. Yeah. But so, uh, yes, um, there's certainly still plenty of plenty of the gold ones around. I see those uh, coming up for sale regularly, uh, new in box from various distributors. So yeah. uh, anyway, well, we're we're talking about James Bond now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is going to be a the 60th anniversary edition. It's going to be announced at um, at a CES unveiled event at the Mandalay Bay, um, and also uh, the game will then be available at Showstoppers at CES, which is on January the fifth, uh, being held at the Bellagio in uh, yeah. Las Vegas as well. And that, that's also the first public day of CES. Right. The third is only a press a press only event. Okay, so um, obviously we'll be covering that in next month's um, pincast. But if you want yeah. to find out more, I'm sure there'll be plenty uh, on. Uh, well, st- we'll write about media. it on our, our various uh, websites, like pinballnews.com, for example. Absolutely, which I find it to be a very, very reliable source for <laughs> pinball news. Oh, it's nice to think that, and um, and Pinball Magazine, I'm sure, will be covering it too, on yeah. on the uh, both on the website and in the newsletter, the monthly newsletter, which uh, will go out at some point during the month. It might be mid. Yeah, probably wait a couple of days to yeah. to include all the news on the on the James Bond game. So, don't hold your breath for that one. So. Okay, so that's um, that's one of our headlines from Stern. We do have yeah. a, a, another 
Yeah, let, let's let, let's finish all the Stern business right away. Yeah, because uh, one of the one of the big news items from Stern before this most recent announcement was one about changes to the management at Stern Pimble. And normally, you know, changes to to the management of a company is pretty pretty boring stuff for most people in the industry. And this may may also be if you're not that interested in what's happening at Stern. But um, the takeaway headline is, I suppose that. Gary Stern is stepping down as uh, chief executive officer. What? Yeah, um, he's retaining his role as a president of the board, but his his position, his former position as CEO, um, is is being taken over by Seth Davis. Well, we knew that was coming. Yes, uh, obviously, Seth, Seth is president uh, of the company. Yeah, and he was uh, supposed to to replace Gary at some point. So. Uh, I suppose the surprise is um, that that it's already happening now. Already yeah, happened. Basically, one year since he was made president of the company, brought in as president of the company. Yeah. Um, he now takes over the CEO role as well. Um, now, Gary um, is not the only one giving up one of his roles. Or no, actually, yeah, well, well, we knew that Gary would be stepping down at one point, but what I found more shocking was that um, I suppose you could call this his right hand mm. for almost six, 36 years. Shelley Sachs Eldridge is also retiring. Yes, she is indeed, yeah. yeah um, and, uh, and also... Well, we, anybody who's had any dealings with Stern over the years will know Shelley very well. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of the founders, really, of the company, along with Joe Kamikawa and Gary. Mm-hmm. And um, and a wonderful person. Yeah, exactly. Know. Yeah, very, very, uh, very kind and uh, personable. Uh, but also stepping down is Michael O'Donnell, who's who's the company's uh, chief financial officer. He's been there for almost as long as, as Shelley has. So it's kind of like you know, the old guard, Gary, Shelley, Michael, all uh, all stepping down at the same time, which uh, I guess you know, bring, allows new people to come in, or in the case of um, uh, in case of Michael O'Donnell, there's, there's a guy called Nick Parfitt taking over, and he's... Um, he is, uh, has a lot of um, experience as, uh, in, in financial... Uh, dealings and um, I may hope so. Yeah, I'm not going to leave it to a rookie, right? <laughs> no, quite. And uh, and is is highly qualified in a number of uh, financial disciplines. So I'm sure he's going to bring some uh, a breath of fresh air to the, to the finances of the company. Yeah, um, but so. um, and Michael's also um, a, a large shareholder, and he remains on the board of. Um, um, the company as well. Yeah, as does Gary and uh, and also, of course, Dave Peterson, who who is the vice chairman of the board. He's staying there as well. He's, he's not going anywhere. And he's, he's, of course, one of the major shareholders. So Gary and Dave, between them, I think, have, are the controlling shareholders. But as you say, um, Michael O'Donnell, also a large shareholder and remains with the company in, in that, uh, in that uh, regard. Right. So now you did raise an interesting question uh, in our pre-talk that we had uh, before we started recording this. Um, as, you, as, as we have discussed uh, earlier on in previous episodes, Stern will be moving, and you were wondering whether Gary will have an office in the new building. Yes. Well, I was wondering whether that might be the time that uh, that Gary completes his. Uh, 
is uh, release of, of official positions within the company. Um, and whether, you know, obviously he has a, uh, an office in the current factory, but uh, whether in October they will be moving to a, to a new building, still in Elk Grove Village, but in a different, different part. And, um, you know, that, that was, would seem to be a good time to have a bit of a shake-up as to who, is, who in the management team has, has offices there. And who gets the best office and the biggest one. <laughs> yeah, who gets the corner one. Yeah. 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 Well, the penthouse one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, just, just musing there, but uh, we'll, we'll see come, uh, come October whether, uh, well, who, exactly who is where in the factory. Right. So... Um, Yeah, but there's more stern news. Lots of stern news, really. Um, it's almost difficult to know where to uh, where to pick up. So, um, well, you, you did your homework. You found some <coughs> very interesting news about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, um, there's a um, there's a sort of new pack. We've seen these uh, these box sets released before, and uh, this is um, this was a. A Shredder's Revenge uh, green or black vinyl album uh, or CD was, has been produced by Kid Cantana Records and it features cover art artwork or CD artwork as an illustrated booklet which is uh, eight pages, uh, eight large pages for the album or 12 smaller pages for the CD all done by our good friend uh, Zombie Yeti. Hmm. Using uh, similar artwork to that in the uh, in the game for uh, for Stern. So uh, Shredder's Revenge, in case you're wondering, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge is a um, video beat 'em up game, and this uh, this is the official soundtrack album. Okay, but it's not. It doesn't contain any music from the pinball. It's game. not released to the pinball one, other than the the artwork from uh, Zombie Yeti. But uh, for completists and those who may want to have their little display of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles items, uh, memorabilia, uh, around their game, this uh, seems like a, a good thing to, to purchase. Right, so um, Stern also did release a, um, a Rush uh, package of some sort. Quickly trying to um, look it up. Yeah, they did the Rush Pinball Treasure Chest. Um, yeah, exactly. 300 units um, of them, but um, raised some eyebrows at the pricing of those, which was uh, basically $500 or $499.99. That's a bargain. Well, it's not why, why, so, why so cheap? <laughs> well, don't say that. Well, the next one will be 1000 But uh, this uh, contains autographed trading cards of uh, Geddy Lee and Alex Lifeson. Uh, as well as Rush 3D Vinyl, um, which is the album 3D art. 3D Vinyl? Vinyl's always 3D. Well, it's a flat dip. Not the album art. This, this, is, this isn't the record. This is this is the album. Uh, it's oh. a kind of embossed um, 3D effect um, for the Rush um, Hemispheres album. Uh, an exclusive T-shirt, hat, keychain, and magnet all contained in a special box with art from the Rush pinball machine. Oh. So there you go. Um, if they haven't already sold out, and I doubt that they have, but they will be very popular with Rush Rush fans. Um, all 300 of them? Yeah, that's right. Well, if there were exactly 300, they would have sold out. Then um, go over to Stern Pinball's website and you can uh, see if they're, they're still available through their shop. 
Yeah. Um, so that was um, that was a another thing from Stern Pinball, and yes. um, trying to think. Oh yes, of course. Uh, of some sad news uh, was the uh, the death was announced of Dean Grover. Uh, that was announced by his family. Um, he, he lived in Colorado and, and unfortunately been ill for a while. But he he may not be a sort of a well known name to to a lot of people uh, outside the business. But he worked um, at Williams Bally on code in the nineteen nineties and worked more recently doing a similar job at Stern, where he coded um, the Beatles and Spider Man Home Edition as well as some of the other games and writing some of the base operating system code. So, uh, sadly missed, a very talented guy, and um, not, I don't think, but um, uh, commiserations to his family anyway. So, uh, Dean Grover, yeah. sadly, uh, no longer with us. Yeah, so, um, sad to hear that. So, my condolences as well. Um, I understand... Um, George Gomez has been uh, been uh, interviewed, interviewed. Yes, yes, yeah. by uh, Joel Engelberth of the uh, Just Another Pinball Interview, uh, uh, well, podcast or video, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's on U- YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. He also uh, does does shows on uh, the Pinball Network. And and what was the news from there? Uh, well, uh, quite a few uh, interesting tidbits. Uh, George. Um, informed us that Stern is sticking with the um, two Cornerstone games instead of three for 2023, uh, 20, so for this year. And um, he already uh, revealed... The, the backlog? Yeah. Uh, he already revealed uh, which design teams are uh, doing these games. The first one being Brian Eddy and Dwight Sullivan with... Artwork by I'm not sure if you're familiar with this guy Zombie Yeti. Hmm, sounds familiar. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, the second game is designed by Jack Danger with uh, Tanya Clyson software, and artwork by uh, Zombie Yeti. Oh, any him. any chance yeah. here? Yeah, you heard of him? Mm. Yeah. I so, think so, so yeah. yeah, so it looks like Zombie Yeti has become the uh, in-house stern uh, artist, so to speak. With his hmm. artwork being used on um, um, treasure chests and um, <laughs> yes, you know, and, and, and two upcoming games. Well, yeah, okay. So uh, two games to look forward to. Uh, any uh, suggestions of what those titles might be? Well, um, I haven't seen any suggestions for the um, uh, Brian Eddy uh, game. Brian Eddy game. Sorry, thank you. Yes, uh, although well, there have been. Uh, quite a few names uh, being being uh, rumored. Jaws, uh, one of them. Back to the Future. Um, for the Jack Danger game, Foo Fighters is being mentioned. Mm, okay. Now these are all rumors, and we don't know whether it's true or not. Um, Zombie Yeti, that artist that I just mentioned that we never heard of before. Oh no, we did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. Um, but um, no, he did some uh, tour posters for the Foo Fighters as well, uh, which makes it, um, well, basically you can tie him to either Brian Eddy or uh, Jack Danger. Um, if either of the days would be doing Foo Fighters, then Zombie Yeti seems like a logical choice. Um, for artwork, but then again, it could be different themes as well. 
Yeah. Okay. So, um, so just just those two Cornerstone games in 2023, but maybe some other um, studio games or uh, home oh, yeah, editions yeah. or uh, other, James other Bond's games. James Bond's 60th anniversary is also coming out tomorrow. So it's not a Cornerstone, but it's still a new title. Um, yeah, it's true. And uh, although it has been announced before, but it hasn't been revealed until now. So uh, is that announced? Is that a 2023 game? That's the yeah. question. Well, we haven't seen it yet, so... Mm. Yes, we don't know when it's going to be available either, given uh, the the backlog on, on buying new games. Well, yeah, well, you never know <laughs> these days. I mean, with every manufacturer, see, if you're not one of the first to order, then you're waiting a year. That's that's about right. Yeah, at least in some cases, and even even longer. For for um, but we get on to that later with some of the some uh, other companies. Yeah, don't get me started. No, but uh, but also while we're here, a couple of bits of new code. Um, oh God! Yes, I know. Everyone loves new code. Well, almost everyone loves new code. Um, Mandalorian got some new code on the fifteenth of December. Um, very limited, really, um, just to uh, one of the achievements that was meant to be added before. It didn't work, but does now. And uh, there's a little bit more um, code for the topper, which uh, has a Beskar meter, which uh, used to reset when you power the game off. It doesn't now. And, um, and I think it's just a, another adjustment for the topper about the, the colouring of the lights. Nothing exciting there. And James Bond... 007, of course, getting new code, um, version 0.8 on the 22nd of December, um, which had a lot of rule changes. Obviously, it's it's people are complaining that it's all... Yeah, probably complaining, that's what it's fair to say, that it's still got such early code on it for a, a release. Uh, well, version 0.8 came out as an up, update from version 0.7, and people were expecting a lot of a lot of uh, improvements as it heads towards version one, and we're a bit disappointed. I think that uh, not that much was really added, and it's still a long way from being ready. People are saying it's more like you know, version 0.72 than uh, version 0.8, but um, there were a lot of rule changes and bug fixes and tweaks. Um, every one of which is is detailed in. Uh, on Stern's website, if you want to go to the code section there and read it. Um, but overall, not that much added, and uh, lots more to do. So that's, uh, that's all we're going to get on to uh, for the code section from, from Stern for this month. Okay, so and I guess that rounds it up for uh, Stern Pinball. Uh, but uh, plenty of news, and of course, uh, we'll be covering uh, the reveal of uh, James Bond's 60th anniversary tomorrow. And for that, you can visit either pinballnews.com or pinball-magazine.com. Absolutely. Well done. Okay, let's move on then to our uh, our second headline, uh, which regards um, Pinball Brothers and Padretti Gaming. Uh, Pinball Brothers put out an end-of-year newsletter, which uh, said that was we said that they've intensified their ties with uh, Padretti Gaming, who manufacture their... Um, their Alien games and the Queen games as well. Pedretti Gaming, of course, based in Italy. And they said that uh, Pedretti are moving to a bigger facility to increase the capacity of both Alien and Queen models. And they say that right now, Pedretti is churning out up to 100 machines a month. Which is impressive, I should say. 
yes, for uh, a company that started building pinball machines less than two years ago, I think. Yes, so they're probably putting out, what, about four a day, I suppose, at that rate. Uh, three or four a day. And uh, But that was just only the, the start. Uh, the, probably the more interesting news came later. Yeah. Well, actually, I already knew, but um, go on. Yeah, well, they, they then announced that they had formed a, a new company with Pedretti called Euro Pinball Corp. And uh, which will then be the, the medium through which they manufacture and, and sell the, the the pinball machines. Now, yeah. it's not clear whether this is the branding that's going to be on future machines. You know, if you buy an Alien in a year's time, is it going to say, you're not going to say Pinball Brothers, you're going to say Euro Pinball. And same with Queen, or those, ty- or those, um, no, those company names staying. But that's... I, I, I'm not sure whether it's really just a, a sort of um, an organisational change to set up a joint company, because of course Pedretti Gaming, as we as we know, do a lot more than just make games for uh, Pinball Brothers. Yeah, and, and produce they all do types toppers of as well. Yeah, um, and yeah, they do, which we um, get to in a second. Yeah, they do the the kits, the conversion kits, as well, and uh, and non pinball titles as well. Yeah, and they uh, uh, manufacture spare parts for Williams games and have also very uh, um, toppers and and, and accessories for uh, Williams titles um, that you don't see that often. Um, But they do have them, and they do make them. Mm. So we'll we'll have to see what um, exactly how Euro Pinball uh, ends up being used whether it's a brand that is customer-facing or just um, as far as um, their distributors are concerned, that's that's who they all are through now. But uh, anyway, they're obviously t- close, um, tightening up their relationship with Pedretti, both by um, moving to a larger production facility and forming this new company. Right. Yeah, yeah. so it's sort of like um, Pedretti and uh, Pinball Brothers are merging. Um, it's just not clear on which levels. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Also, in this uh, end of news, near end of year newsletter, uh, they also said of the Queen game that pre pre orders are through the roof, and we are building the first machines to be shipped in a few days. Well, I think they've actually started shipping those now. And um, they said the estimated wait, if you order one right now, is about Easter, twenty twenty three. So that's looking at about three, well, four months, I suppose. Yeah, April, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So January, February, March, April. Yeah. Um, so three to four months, shall we say? And uh, and this is the, which the, is very short, people. So if you order <laughs> a, a different days. game, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good point. Uh, they say we are just dividing the second um, bunch of games amongst their distributors. The first Queen Rhapsody edition games are shipping to buyers now um looking at pictures of of those machines as they've arrived at uh, either distributors or customers there's certainly been some changes to the play field compared to what we saw earlier and what we saw at expo as well Mm. jonathan 
the Wembley Stadium model is, has changed quite radically. Um, it was pretty basic before, and uh, I think it was just a 3D printed, um, almost like a, a stand-in model. But um, it's it's now more detailed, but it seems to be still just white and sort of unpainted, or it looks unfinished. I know when Wembley Stadium was famously white, but you think you could put some shading or something on it as well to make it look more like something that uh, somebody's put some some paint onto. Right. Uh, but is it is it smaller? No, or? it's bigger. It's actually, oh my god! Yeah. I thought it was already very eye-catching and and way too big for. Uh, for my taste, I would say. Uh, yeah, when I, I saw I, the I'd, game. I'd say it's bigger. It almost goes all the way over to the left-hand edge of the uh, of the playfield, but um, it's not as imposing as it was before. In in that way, mm. um, it's the central area is 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 much more prominent, a bit over the ramp. But the rest of it is while it's there is not doesn't uh, dominate as much as the the uh, the, the prototype model. Hmm. Okay. Um, Pimble Bros also said that there will be a third game announcement, that their third game announced in 2023. Okay, but this can just be an announcement to the last day of the year. And it could then, be, yeah. Yeah. And um, other than that, um, just um, I think there was just um, some code updates, which I know you've been itching to hear about. Oh, please. <laughs> There's uh, some new alien code. Which came uh, version 3.1, which came out on the 16th of December. Uh, which um, I'm not going to go into the detail of because there's an awful, 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 awful lot of things there Thank which you. changed. Um, but most of them are fairly minor. Uh, they you do need a new firmware code as well installed at the same time. So uh, there's new not only is there the new software, there's also new firmware for for uh, some of the. Um, the operating system, which also needs to be updated, and um, for um, the limited version owners of Alien, uh, there are a couple of extra things, such as um, improved switching of uh, the shaker at the start of the game, um, and uh, drivers for the beacons as well, a bit more interesting. And they said that they're going to do stage flippers on on limited version. In, with the new firmware, which uh, I have to admit I didn't know didn't exist before, but uh, but now it does. So uh, you'll be able to operate the the upper and lower flippers um, not entirely independently, but you'll be able to operate the the uh, the main flippers first, and then the upper flippers with a, with a, a further press of the, the uh, flipper buttons hmm. in the new uh, new code. So if you haven't got that already, uh, and uh, you have a limited version of the game, you should certainly get that installed. Right, okay. And I suppose that rounds it up for Pinball Brothers. Um, but not for Pedretti Gaming. No, carry on. Well, um, I think we mentioned it in our last podcast. Um, we had seen the prototype of the um, Topper for Funhouse 2.0. Yes, indeed. At the um, Dutch Pinball Open. And I think the day after I sent out my newsletter in December... That topper was officially announced. Right. Okay. And how much is that? For a topper, it's ridiculously cheap. <laughs> it's a uh, 420 euros plus uh, uh, VAT, which is usually 21% or so. So I think you're looking at something like 
450 from the top of my head, something like mm-hmm. that. And um, um, it's a static uh, yeah. topper with uh, three figures from uh, the game, including Rudy. Um, and LEDs to make it appear or to, to, to light it up in sync with uh, various game modes. So that was announced, and um, um, not sure how the response exactly was. Some people were a little bit disappointed that it was a static topper, yeah. um, considering that, that Rudy is on the game, the, the head is uh, completely mechanical, um, or at least what well, the eyes move and the, uh, and the, the jaw as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, but um, it's not an ugly topper. Um, no, I'm sure uh, it'll have some, some very nice lighting effects on it as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's a nice enhancement to your game. As you say, so, for, for that kind of price, when uh, when toppers are going for up to two thousand yeah. US I dollars, think, I think the topper also is limited to two hundred units or so. So um, that is rather limited, and you can see once they're gone. Uh, pricing will go up. Probably. Yeah, so uh, I'm just wondering where people would get that if they wanted it. It's I guess the same place uh, they got their Funhouse 2.0 kit from. Yeah, Pedretti has their own uh, distributors. Um, um, if you look up their um, Facebook page, um, I think there's a link to various distributors over there. Okay, very good. Right, so we then move on to our fourth headline of uh, December 2022. Fourth? Th- oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. It was, it was that busy. We had four headlines. And uh, as you mentioned at the very start, um, at the beginning of the month, um, straight after our last pincast, there was the announcement by Spooky Pinball of their next game. Yeah. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Yeah, uh, which um, which was I, I was saying to the press release, where are you? Because yes. I didn't see any. <laughs> no, uh, the title always strikes me as weird because it um, it asks a question, but um, the, the name of the game doesn't end with a question mark. It, uh, it ends with an exclamation mark. Hmm. So Scooby Doo, where are you? Uh, no, no question. Um, Initially, um, as I was mentioning, for for those who are into such trivia, uh, the Scooby Doo back glass that was featured in the in the teaser uh, didn't have a hyphen between Scooby and Doo. But then, uh, oh my god, uh, grammar! Yeah, but uh, it's such a nerd. It has done <laughs> as it should do. Yeah, so Scooby Doo is hyphenated, and um, and where are you is also uh, the name of the game too. So anyway, there are. Uh, in a, three editions. I say, in a familiar range of, uh, of versions, three editions, a collector's edition, bloodsucker edition, and standard edition. Hmm. So the price Which is the cheapest. Yes. The prices were 9,769, and note the 69 on the end. That will come in, will come up again later. We'll be doing, uh, um, uh, questions about that, and um, so nine thousand seven hundred sixty-nine uh, for the collector's edition. Collector's edition plus sucker edition was one thousand cheaper at eight thousand seven hundred sixty-nine, and the standard edition was a thousand cheaper than that seven seven six nine. Right. Um, yeah. the, and now these these games required an immediate deposit if you wanted to purchase them, which was non-refundable. 
It was uh, 2000 for the collector's edition, $2,000 that is, $1,500 for the Bloodsucker, and 1000 for the standard edition. Hmm. Initially, the game was uh, only uh, made available to members of the uh, uh, Spooky Pinball Fan Club, which is a subscription-based um, fan club system. Uh, yeah. But then it um, subsequently became available to everybody. It was... Uh, yeah, as of December 23rd, you don't have to be a fan club member to order the game if you're, uh, if you're interested. Um, and interestingly, um, the entire run of the game is limited to uh, 1,967... Uh, uh, sorry, yeah, 67 units, mm. uh, regardless of the model. So it could be all collector's editions, or it could also be all standard games. Um, uh, we never know. We probably never know how many of which model will uh, are made, or maybe we will. We haven't seen any gameplay video of the game yet. There was a teaser video, but it didn't show. Really, that much. No, it didn't. No. There was no press release. Um, it was just open to fan club members, and that was it. Interestingly, um, the spooky pinball website doesn't mention Scooby Doo at all. Current games, it says Halloween and uh, Ultraman. Um, but if you go to the shop uh, on uh, the spooky pinball website, then you can still order um, the Scooby-Doo game. So, they haven't sold out either. No. Um, let's, uh, if, if they do sell all 1,967 uh, 1, <laughs> units, that will be their biggest run of games of a single title um, to date. Yeah. So, it's uh, quite a stretch for them to do that. And they did say, I think, that they were going to be making the collector edition first, and followed by the Bloodsucker edition, and then the standard edition once all the orders were in. So, or at least the first run of orders, I suppose, because uh, it may still be available to purchase uh, for for some time to come yet. So, yeah. But if you if you order the standard edition, you could be waiting for, well quite some time, I think. Right. Well, that's a good way to to lure people into buying a, a more expensive model. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so interestingly, um, so we haven't seen any any gameplay uh, videos, like I said, but we do know that the um, uh, the game is built on actual episodes from the uh, from from the cartoons or um, uh, what's it called quests um, mm-hmm. modes, yeah. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot. Of, uh, uh, it also uses original uh, actors from the uh, from the TV show uh, who, who um, uh, are, are featured in the game. Uh, I think they had like uh, like no, I wouldn't. I don't remember the exact number, but loads of callouts from the from the TV show. So their licensing, they they really did that very well, uh, getting the actors in and uh, access to. Uh, Clips from 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 the shows as well. Yeah, I thought and, it was very uh, impressive to really get the uh, the actors. Um, obviously, over the years, um, the, the roles have been of the characters have been played by by many different actors, uh, including some uh, some we may have heard of uh, through other pimple uh, 
um, activities. But um, I think they they did get the the actors who are the, probably the most recognisable, or considered uh, the most iconic uh, portrayers of, of the role. So uh, yeah, well done to, to Spooky for getting getting all that uh, all, all those uh, actors signed up. Yeah. So. Um, um I'm not even sure how it's related, if, if they can use all the footage from the uh, the cartoon series as well. Um, but one would expect so, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think there's any limit on that. Yeah. And um, as for the play field, um, it did remind... It, it's a wide-body game, by the way. Um, it did remind me a little bit of um, Alice Cooper, Nightmare Castle... Uh, an earlier game by Spooky, which was a not a wide body, but um, in terms of the um, the 3D sculpts on the on the on the playfield, I got sort of a similar vibe. Um, but gameplay is obviously um, uh, likely to be very different, um, and there's also some very interesting lock mechanisms. Mm. On the apron of the game, yeah, absolutely. Which which then kick out onto well, there are two lock on either side of the flippers, fed by wire forms, and they kick out um, on uh, just above the flippers, basically, which looks like a nice idea. And uh, it's got a, a drop target uh, between the flippers as well, a controllable drop target. Yeah, we we seen, seen that before. before on, on yeah on on uh, Gottlieb's um, uh, hot shot, hot shots uh, has that. I think, uh, but it's a very interesting uh, ball save feature, I suppose. Um, it only works once unless it comes up uh, back up again. But so, anyway, um, uh, it looks like to be an interesting game. And if you're uh, into Scooby Doo, where are you? And who is uh, Well, you can still order the game. Um, I'm not sure whether Spooky used their distributor network this time or whether you only can. Order it directly with Spooky. I think you can order it with Pinball Star as well, uh, but that's in the US. I have no idea uh, what happens if you're outside of the US. So, um, ask Spooky, I would say. Right, yes. Um, I'm just looking at uh, the actual details, and the I think all, all the differences between the models are really uh, cosmetic, aren't they? There's, there's not actually any difference to the gameplay. There are no features taken out of the uh, collector's edition to make the standard edition or anything like that. So uh, I think, you know, if you, if you order the standard edition, you, you'll be waiting longer, but I think you'll still be getting the, the full-featured game, which is uh, right. really as it should be, I think. Hmm. Yeah, well, uh, uh, oh well. <laughs> I was going to say something, and then like, well, no, that's just pure speculation. Let's not go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, the, now in- there was going to be a live stream of uh, gameplay as well from Spooky, but uh, that that got cancelled, I, I believe. Well, certainly it was pushed back, and uh, I haven't seen uh, any any live stream of uh, of it either yet. So. Well, well, we'll wait to see how that uh, how that turns out. Whether there's, there's more information, but it was a bit of a uh, bit of a strange launch, I suppose, in a way. Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody was expecting a game launch on Spooky um, uh, early December. Mm. And uh, what I understood is, uh, per a post from uh, Ben Heck on on Pinside, uh, Ben Heck is a um, um, 
collaborator, I would say, with uh, Spooky, and also one of the uh, uh, or the designer of the game following Scooby Doo. Um, he indicated that the announcement for Scooby Doo was actually delayed a couple of months. Obviously, I don't know why. Um, actually, I figured um, that the um, uh, and and that's pure speculation on my end. So. Take it with a grain of salt, please. But I figured that the run for Total Nuclear Annihilation, the uh, collector's edition, is actually shorter than expected. And that's why they announced Scooby-Doo in early December already. Um, now, Total Nuclear Annihilation is still available to buy at the uh, Spooky Pinball web shop. So, and, and that was a limited run of 250 maximum anyway, wasn't it? Yes, so um, that means, um, well, since they're still available, they didn't sell out of those. So that, that production run might be shorter, and if you want to keep the line going, the best thing to do is announce a new game. But apparently that new game was already delayed a couple of months. Or maybe they moved TNA ahead of Scooby-Doo instead of after it. I don't know. Hmm. Okay, but, but Ben so. Spence game is next, and... That yeah, well, that's, when that comes out depends on uh, how sales of Scooby Doo go, I guess, and also how production goes. Yeah, there any delays in in actually building the games. Yeah, well, not taking delays for Scooby Doo or TNA or Halloween or Ultraman into account. Ben Heck is still aiming for October 2023 for his game. Okay, well, if they do sell all. 1,600 or 1,967, 69 units of, uh, of Scooby-Doo. Um, I don't know whether they get those all done by October. Um, Seems a little optimistic to me. Yeah. But anyway, we but will see. We will see. Yeah. Okay. And we wish Scooby Spooky, of course, <laughs> the best of. Uh, uh, best of luck with the production of the game. Indeed. And uh, yeah, and congrats on, on on landing such a big license. Yeah, and, and uh, securing all the voice talent to go with it as well. So uh, right. really good. Um, now we mentioned earlier that um, there, was, there was a an end of year statement um, from I think that was Pimble Brothers and also yes. Stern. I think have also put well, kind of done an interview statement in, in interviews, but uh, they weren't the only one doing an interview statement because... No, everybody is doing it now. Yeah, I know, it's a thing to do. We, we, we should do that. We should do an interview statement. Hmm. Uh, what will be in it? Well, it doesn't matter. Um, it, <laughs> <laughs> apparently. Um, American Pinball put out an interview statement as well, um, give, Telling us uh, not an awful lot of information, but saying that they, oh, actually, yeah. they will be hiring more employees in 2023. Well, that really justifies a press release. Yeah, well, okay. Then hopefully, um, some of those will, uh, well, the, the ones that they're hiring will uh, be able to make more games. Um, well, the year, although we already know that they've got a, a pretty, uh, pretty packed schedule of pipeline of games lined up. Yeah. Well, they have been making Oktoberfest and Legend of Wahala recently. Uh, we also know that there is a Dennis Nordman game uh, coming out somewhere this year. Um, but you've played it, and that's going to be a hit game. Well, maybe maybe more than one. 
Dennis Auburn game coming out this year, but uh, it, it, it's very difficult to say exactly when these games are going to come out because with supply chain issues that we've seen throughout the industry and throughout the past two years, if not more, games that you think are going to come out in, uh, in any particular year end up being delayed, as we've just been talking about with uh, with, with uh, Scooby-Doo. That, that right. was, that's an outlet that was delayed and only just made it out in 2022. But... Um, also in their interview statement, uh, American Pinball said that they will honour all existing order prices for future game production. So if you order a game, uh, had ordered a game, I guess, before the price, before any price increases, then th- that you get the game at the, uh, the pre-increased price. So that's... Oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah, well, that's not something that every company does, that's for sure. Yeah, so so they leave it to their distributors to jack up the price for and and take the profit themselves. <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, I think everybody would would get the uh, the pre increased price. Let's let's hope that anyway. Um, but other than that, not a lot of news coming out of American Pinball, I don't think. Okay, well then let's move on to uh, Multimorphic. Oh, have they sent out an end of year? statement as well well let's call it a newsletter but it was in december so you could call it an end of year newsletter um and basically what they what they that newsletter said was um if you're um ordering a a p3 um with a game um your current waiting period is 12 months still yeah i think it's been that for a while now they have been um uh, increasing staff, but the number of orders is also increasing, so that that sort of keeps it in still 12 months. Um, they also have been increasing the amount of support videos on the uh, website, and they've been doing some live uh, technology streams. Ooh, technology. Yes, that's right. Yes, uh, I've seen those uh, publicized, but I've uh, been away and not been able to watch them uh, at the appointed time. Good. I'm sure you can watch them back on YouTube. I'm sure you can. I'm sure we'll get them through the multimorphic.com website. Yeah, so. Um, two new games uh, in 2023 have already been announced, or they have announced there will be two new yes. games. Mm. Yes, uh, we don't know which one they are, but um, each will have their own play feud. Uh, fl- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know. It's um, a, I'm, I'm choked off about it as well. It's uh, yeah, it's it's emotional. so so emotional. <laughs> so, but two two new uh, titles with uh, each with their own playfield module, bringing the number of P3 playfield modules to a total of eight right now. Yeah, so well, that's, uh, it's, it's six to, right now, and it will be eight once those games. Lexi Lightspeed, Cannon Lagoon, Cosmic Cart Racing, Heist. Weird Owl and uh, Drained, are the most recent yeah. one, of course. Um, those are the current oh, six, and then there'll be the two new ones in 2023. Yes. yes. So, um, okay. Um, and well, so it gives, uh, oh, and, 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 and uh, Jerry and his uh, partner became yes. uh, uh, parents. Indeed. Uh, they had a little, little boy, I forgot his name, uh, but uh, congrats to them. Not sure if we already mentioned this, but... 
just popped in my head, so I figured I'd mention it as well. Yes, good point. I remember seeing that as well. Yeah, so, yeah, congratulations to, uh, to the happy couple there on uh, their new uh, latest release. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on to... Um, well, let's go to Chicago Gaming. Oh, any news from them this, this month? Or no, no end of year newsletter announcement statement? No. It's been uh, very quiet from them on uh, multiple, um, in multiple ways, I would say. <laughs> right, so uh, very silent in uh, across the board then on uh, on all, yes. all titles. Yeah, well, um, no, no end of year uh, statement or whatever you want to call it. But um, now a lot of people have been waiting on their uh, Cactus Canyon. Uh, a limited edition mm. remake, yes, um, which, which started, and we we reported that. Yeah, and then it stopped. Ah, or or it moved forward very slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Yes. Um, okay. So, and then, but but there was no explanation whatsoever. Oh, there never um, is from Chicago Gaming. No. So they do what they do. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, certainly surprising that um, having announced that the Cactus Canyon uh, remake limited editions are are now being de- uh, delivered to buyers that they're suddenly not anymore, or yeah, or or, or only very event. slowly, as you said. <laughs> yes. So, uh, oh well, uh, I'm sure there are uh, reasons beyond our. Um, um, Imagination that, uh, well, I mean, if Chicago Gaming aren't saying anything, I'm sure that, um, that Homepin would be would be trumpeting their latest release, uh, This Is Final Tap, across all social media outlets. Is, is that what's been happening? No, 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 oh, no, um, it's a uh, it's, it's it's very interesting. Uh, Homepin in uh, Taiwan, um, have been, um, uh, well, working on. This is Spinal Tap, which is um, uh, a license, uh, 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 in some people's eyes, a very good license, I'd say. And um, so the game has been uh, revealed at uh, uh, Pinfest Newcastle in uh, Australia. Mm-hmm. I think that was in um, October, early October, something uh, something like Probably that. in September, I think, even. Yeah, yeah, okay. So two games present. Uh, with some um, trouble, I would say, or, or need, needed some, some servicing uh, during the event. And, um, oh well. So, um, um, Mike was present, Mike, the, the, the owner of the company. Mm-hmm. He took notes. Um, they shipped the game to the Pinball Hall of Fame in Chicago. No, in Las uh, Vegas. Uh, sorry, in, in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. indeed. Yep. Yeah, so we know of three games in existence, um, and we haven't heard from Homepin anything about this Spinal Tap ever uh, after that. No, they have been posting about uh, what they've been up to. Yeah, which is basically replacement parts for Belly Williams games, which is their core business mm-hmm. um, in the first place. Um so they're working on a, a, a transformer for the uh, WPC games and um, um, other stuff as well. Um, 
but uh, but, no, but 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 it's completely gone silent on this is Pinal Tap. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, they did say that. Uh, well, Mike said that um, the company wouldn't be promoting the game and be leaving out to distributors to do all the marketing. True. For it, but yeah. we haven't seen any marketing from anyone about it either. But yeah, you think, but you'd think they'd be uh, trumpeting it if they were if they were building it. So perhaps they're they're not building well, it. Well, if, if 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 they were building it, they would probably show that they are building it mm. because it's still the factory's um, uh, Facebook page. Yeah, and they're posting about other things they're making. Right. So. Yeah. Oh well, let's hope all is well and that we get to see Spinal Tap on more locations soon. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get those games out there. There's a lot of people being uh, very, very interested in that theme and uh, want, to, want to play the game. Well, so, well, who else uh, has been posting about what they've been doing? Um, I'd say Pinball Adventures. Ah, right, okay. So, based, in Canada. Based up uh, Vancouver area, um, building Punny Factory and also yeah. um, working on Element, uh, their next game. Um, but yeah. so far, no information about when Pony Factory will be completed, when it will be available, how much it will cost, where you'll be able to buy it. Nothing about that. We do keep seeing pictures being posted of, them, of games being built or playfields being populated and the various elements, <clears throat> pardon the pun, of the game um, uh, such as the, uh, the machine itself and the smokestack which uh, you know, are very nicely decorated, but you know, as it has been for, I want to say months, but might even be years. You know, yeah. Punny Factory, we know all about it. We know what it's like, uh, but we haven't seen any in actually being made or going up for sale. Yeah, or even being presented at shows. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a funny <laughs> funny situation, but I'm sure it makes sense some, in some uh, regard, somewhere. But, yeah. uh, but basically, little, um, little advance to, uh, to report this month. Yeah. So um, the only... Uh, well, they use Instagram to, to show or, uh, uh, new photos or videos. Mm, that's right. Yeah. But, um, yeah... Um, really isn't anything that, much. That, that, that's all that's happening as far as we can see yeah people uh, on there are posting questions uh, as comments to do the picture saying uh, when's it going to be available and they just don't get a reply so strange for a company to uh, ignore potential customers but there you go yeah okay well so. let's um, let's move on to someone who is um, addressing their customers needs a little, little more uh, successfully and uh, your compatriot um dutch pinball yeah um actually it was news that i just found out um i, I completely missed it but um uh, following the uh the the 1.0 uh game update uh, for the big lebowski there's actually a new update already uh 1.10 um and that's an update that includes a new menu and uh, new features as well, and uh, it, it, this means that there's now a um, a menu in which you can play a, uh, a complete uh, set of uh, ten uh, bowling. Um, what's it called? Frames. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the word. Sorry, not a native that's English right. speaker. 
Um, you can also play the uh, the wizard mode of the game, the do the bites, uh, as a separate uh, one ball challenge. Um, so you don't have to play uh, to finish the entire game before you get to it. And um, oh, lots. Of, oh, yeah. There's also a sort of a uh, jukebox mode. This is all sounding can, very familiar, isn't it? This is <laughs> this is yeah, pretty much yeah. like Stern's um, game mode menu, isn't it? We, yeah, I don't know where they get their uh, <laughs> inspiration. I don't know. So, but um, well, it's a nice feature to have, or a nice set of features to have as well, isn't it? And I guess you can you can get the tournament mode through that as well if you want to uh, oh don't give him any ideas <laughs> come on <laughs> no there's lots more but I won't go into it because I mean come yeah. on code updates yeah well it's, so. it's, it's, it's a nice addition oh there's also bug fixes by the way I won't go into the bugs but they are fixed good okay well in fact there's one which wasn't fixed I think which um, was fairly minor but I think it's it's something which is going to be going to be addressed in a, in a new update, version 1.11, coming out fairly soon. Maybe something which is supposed to have been uh, squished in this most latest version, but uh, unfortunately wasn't. But, uh, but there the are lots of things which are updated and, and fixed and improved in version 1.10. So uh, congratulations to, uh, to Kuhn and um, everyone at uh, Dutch Pinball on this uh, latest update. So uh, nice to see Lots of development still going on. Hmm. Right. Okay. So, um, moving uh, back to uh, to Chicago, I would say. Yeah. Jersey Jack Pinball. Yeah. Well, we said last month that uh, there was there was a chance that they uh, might announce uh, their second title of 2022, um, mainly because they said that uh, they 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 might, um, but it didn't happen. So, no. Um, I mean, Jack told us that he. he that they might be doing that by the end of the year, but uh, but he didn't. Apparently, they didn't have to. They're still building uh, Toy Story Four, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, and uh, and other games as well, and Guns and Roses, as we've seen, are still still being made. So they uh, they don't need to release um, a new title, and maybe that'll come in, in early twenty twenty three. Yeah, well, unless you want to wait for it for a long time, but. Then you might as well not announce it. Absolutely, yes. There's no point announcing games that you then can't uh, fulfil for quite a while. Uh, yeah. Plenty of companies doing that already. Yeah. So, um, uh, come to think of it, um, I earlier today I had a, um, a a conversation with our good friend Gary Flower. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, if we're talking about uh, the uh, the release of games. Um, he mentioned to me that the uh, the earlier announced uh, two titles uh, that that Stern will be releasing as Cornerstone games apparently are scheduled for March and June. And the interesting thing about that is uh, that means no new title from Stern for the second half year of the year. Mm. Now that makes sense because they will be moving factories uh, or uh, moving to a new facility yeah. um, but it also gives a huge opportunity for the competition to uh, basically uh, hijack the second half of the year yes that's right bring out some uh, some holiday and christmas titles that uh, that would appeal to to buyers for that time of the year yes indeed yeah. so um i just had a 
had to think of that. Uh, but since we're talking about uh, Gary Flower, um, and it's uh, uh, the new year, how about we give him a call and, and wish him a yeah, happy new absolutely. year? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's do it now. Yeah? Yeah. Let me get my phone. Okay, I'm calling. I'm sure he's uh, available. Hello, Gary. Oh, my God, what's that noise? Oh. Are you in a war zone? <laughs> yeah. uh, I, guess I didn't know you were visiting Ukraine. <laughs> oh, too soon. I guess there's um, some big celebrations going on wherever Gary, Gary is to uh, welcome in the new year. So, uh, oh, I don't think we'll be able to talk to him uh, over all well, that, will we? If you can hear us, Gary, Happy New Year yes, from Martin and me. Well, uh, well, we'll see if we can get back to him later, but it um, doesn't sound like uh, we're going to be able to talk to him this time. So uh, let's, let's hang up there and, uh, and carry I on. I wonder if he can still hear us, because, I mean, I'm completely deaf over there. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's, uh, it's a, he's having a fun time anyway. Right. Right. So, um, yes, we're talking about... So, uh, more, more to serious news now. Yeah, talking about companies who uh, announce games and um, and... Doesn't don't necessarily have them available to uh, to send out straight away, but um, Haggis Pinball. Uh, well, we know about the the Fathom Revisited title they announced yes. uh, a, some time ago, and uh, some of those are, are starting to be available. Yeah, who, who's uh, who's got some of those? Uh, who's had a, a shipment of those? Well, um, RS Pinball in Austria ah, is uh, yeah. the uh, the European distributor for uh, Haggis Pinball. Um, they uh, shared a post on their socials uh, that they received um, at least six games because they showed six boxes of games. Um, I'm not sure whether they received more, but six games at least. Um, not sure whether they are all spoken for. Or whether uh, some are in stock. Um, I have seen the uh, the the, the Fat and Revisited game at Pinball Expo. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really a, a well done quality job. Yeah, it looks so, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So um, if you're looking for one, um, you might be able. Maybe if these weren't all already pre-sold, you might be able to get one from uh, from Stefan at uh, RS Pinball in Austria. Um, and who knows, he might be getting more. Yes, indeed, so. yeah. So it's, it's good to see that the games are uh, are shipping anyway and, uh, and uh, heading off to uh, to the buyers. So uh, well done to Haggis and to and to uh, Stefan at RS in, for, for getting the games. Yeah, so, so that's... Uh, now, we have a whole bunch of companies that we haven't discussed and I really don't feel like discussing them. No, I kid, I kid. <laughs> but there's just no news from uh, the following companies. And here they are. Drumroll, please. Uh, I feel we should have some of Gary's fireworks for this, but uh, no, okay. Yeah. No drumroll. Just, just get on with it. Okay, so Deep Root Pinball, of course, no news. Mm-hmm. Turner Pinball, not that they are related, but it's no news either. Um. Circus Maximus, who is uh, who are working on a Kingpin uh, remake, are um, well apparently still looking to find their groove. No news. STR Pinball in uh, Spain, no news. Bitronic, 
who had a uh, fire in their uh, pinball um, factory a couple of months ago. No news, um, although they are supposed to be up and running again. Uh, Quetzal Pinball, who are designing pinball machines for uh, Bitronic, no news either. Mm. Okay, well, let's hope for no news is good news, and they're all uh, having a good time and, and getting on developing more titles, uh, and we'll get some uh, information about that later in 2023. Yes, So, and then there was um, interesting news um, from a, a company that I never heard of before, mm. Paradigm Tilt, and they announced a an upgrade kit for... William's uh, Swords of Fury from uh, 1988, I think that is, um, which runs on the uh, the fast pinball uh, board set. And uh, that new game is called Swords of Vengeance. Okay, and, uh, this this isn't an officially licensed 2.0 kit, is it? Um, I really wouldn't know. Uh, hmm, okay. Okay. Uh, if it's, uh, maybe it doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't use sure. the name for, for uh, Swords of Fury, and anybody can uh, do whatever they want to a game that they own and make it available for others as well. Yeah, so, quite right. Long as, yeah. as long as the, it's not sold on the basis of, uh, or they don't use the any of the licensed assets, then um, including the name sort of, from Swords of Fury, then uh, people are, I think, pretty much free to do what they want. Yeah, so um, well, there's a, uh, a video on uh, on YouTube. I'll link to that in my um, newsletter that will go out in a couple of days or weeks. Uh, don't pin me down on that. So, um, but I thought it was interesting uh, to uh, to mention. Um, it's always nice to see uh, new life being uh, given to uh, to an old game. Yeah, in, in this case, uh, Swords of Fury. Yeah, which is a pretty good game to start with. So uh, it certainly be interesting to see what the, what, they, what Paradigm Tilt have done with uh, Swords of Vengeance to, uh, to yeah, improve they, it further. There, there's this video that I re- highly recommend to check out, and um, it, 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 it gives you great detail of what they have been doing, and uh, it looks quite impressive. So excellent. Okay, um, I, I think that's about it for uh, the news this from uh, December 2022. Don't you? Yeah, I think so as well. So, without further ado, let's just say our goodbyes. Okay, well, thank you for listening to this Pincast. Um, again, uh, we, we will be back at the end of this month, end of January 2023, to look back at the, uh, the whole of the month and all the announcements, including details, of course, of uh, the, the James Bond 60th anniversary, which uh, will be expected to be announced tomorrow, barring any uh, further delays. And uh, and all the other information from uh, from the pinball industry. So until then, from uh, from me, Martin Ayo, I wish you a very happy new year and a very enjoyable start to 2023. Yeah, and the same uh, goes for me. I wish you all the best and a fan- fabulous, fantastic 2023. Um, and we hope you'll be back uh, to listen to our pincast um, early February. Okay, so until Until then, then. yeah, bye-bye.